The devil uses events to enter one's life. He uses stronghold to stay in your life. He uses events as a door to enter. But stronghold help him stay in your life. You may not be familiar with the reality of demons and deliverance. If this is your first time here and you are like, I went to that church just to, to check what they do and the pastor started to talk about demons. Don't, don't be scared. It's not all about demons. In fact, we are talking about the power of Jesus. So don't, don't be scared. It's clear that Jesus and his apostles delivered many people from demonic possessions. We see that in the Bible. I have personally done many deliverances. I've prayed for people and I saw demons living. My wife and I have witnessed many deliverances. So we are not talking about something we don't know. We talk about something we know, we've experienced. The kingdom of God is as real as the kingdom of Satan. Satan does not just come into your life. He needs an open door. Some of those open doors may be our ancestors or parents' sinful decisions. For example, when Adam and Eve decided to disobey God, their decision opened a door for Satan to take control of their lives. You may be a victim of decisions made by your parent. Or your own decisions can put you in that reality. For, the, for example, if you attended a cult, or if you cheated on your spouse, or any other willful sin, opens a door for the enemy to operate in your life. Other events are not the result of your own choices, but they can be some incident that happened to you. For example, if you, you were raped, it's not your fault. It's somebody, something that's happened to you. But why since then you can't sleep until now? Why since then you are afraid of certain things since now? It means that event opened a door in your life and the devil built a stronghold in your life around it and you are still struggling for what happened to you. It's not your fault. But the devil is not a gentleman. He doesn't care if you did it or it's happened to you. He still enters. Unfortunately, he's not a gentleman. He's not fair. He's not just. He doesn't care. Being rejected by your parent or being rejected by someone you trusted may open a door in your life and the enemy will use it. This event happened to us. We don't choose them, but the enemy can still use them as a door to enter. And after entering, the devil uses stronghold to stay. I keep talking about stronghold, stronghold. Maybe you don't know what it means. What is a stronghold? Let's go back to the Bible and read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. It says, for though we live in the body, we do not wage war in an unspiritual way. So we are not just here fighting each other. We don't fight things. We don't fight things. We don't fight each other. We don't fight each other. We don't fight unspiritual things. Since the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but are powerful, through God for the demolition of stronghold. 
We demolish arguments and every high-minded thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to obey Christ. Based on this passage, we can define a stronghold as a mindset or a value system or a thought process that hinders your progress. A mindset, a value system, or a thought process that hinders your progress. In ancient cities, they built strongholds as a place highly protected against attack. So in the middle of the city, on a hill or somewhere, they will build a stronghold so that in times of war, the command center will be there. It's a protected place where you can't reach easily. A stronghold is a maximum security place. Sometimes they build rooms under, underground, so that the, the strategist can be discussing the war strategies there. Paul is using the image of a stronghold to describe someone's mind. There is an image of a stronghold I want you to see. Stronghold comprised of elevated towers, walls around it, and the occupant. So let, let me say that again. We have elevated towers, we have walls, and we have the people inside, the occupant. Three things. Elevated towers, walls, and the occupant of the stronghold. If there is nothing inside, there is no need to, to destroy it. If nobody is inside, there need to be something you want inside for you to break it, isn't it? If that's where the command center is, you need to go break it and then destroy it. Maximum security. Sometimes they built even rooms underground. So not only you need to break the walls, but you also need to go underground to find them. Well protected. Paul is using this imagery to describe your mind. He's, he's trying to describe... Your mind. The occupant are the thoughts in your mind. The tower is the elevated position given to those thoughts. And the walls are the lies the enemy uses to protect the thought. They are thoughts inside your mind that are well guarded, protected. And then they are elevated above any other thought. As I said last week, the enemy uses real life event like rejection, like divorce, like abuse or any other unpleasant experiences but he builds lies around them to make sure you never get out of it. It happens once. It happened in 1990. But why are you struggling with it today? Because he has built a wall around it. You can't get out of it. You are still there. You still feel like it happened yesterday. That is stronghold. Something that happened years ago, you still feel today that you are still in that experience. The, the smell is still the same. The taste is still the same. The, 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 the feeling, you still feel. You still, when you are alone in the bedroom, you still feel. You, you're still shivering for what happened in 1980. Why? The enemy has built walls around it and built a tower and keep it protected in your mind so you can't even get it out. So let's talk about walls. The walls are made of lies. One time lie does not make a stronghold. 
But a repeated lie is like stones built on top of another. And the more you hear it, the more you start to believe it. And you start to reject any contrary idea. The more you hear about a lie, the more you believe in it and reject the truth. Most of the time, these lies don't appear as lies. They are factual. They are real. As I said last week, these lies don't appear like, like lies because it happened to you. Because there is a fact, there is something, there is an event that opened that door. But now the enemy has built lies around it to make sure you can't get out of it. If you have been fired unfairly from, from, from work three times, unfairly three times, you did not do anything wrong, but you just see it's happening and it happened again and it's happened again. What is factual about it is that you have been un unjustly fired. The lie may be that you cannot keep a job no matter what you do. If you have been fired three times, there is a voice telling you today that you can't keep a job. Why? Because you've been fired three times. That means you are just that type of person who can't keep a job. What is true you've been fired? The lie is thinking that you can't keep a job. Do you get it? If you have been through two or th four breakups, the fact is that you've been rejected, but the lie is that you may not be able to keep a healthy relationship. If you have been trying to run a business and every time things seem to start going well, something would happen and you find yourself at the bottom again. The fact is that you have been losing money. The lie is that you are not meant to succeed. The things that, because they've happened a couple of times or a few times in our lives, we begin to believe that that's who we are. The enemy uses real life events to enter your life, but he builds wall of lies around it to stay in your life. The more the lie is repeated, the higher and stronger the wall goes. Every lie is like a stone on top of the other. And every time you hear it, you build another stone. You build another stone and another stone. And he keeps repeating them to you. He keeps repeating them to you. And you know what? Each lie represents one stone. And yourself, you are building that wall. Yourself. Every time you repeat to yourself that you are not good enough, you add another stone to the wall that keeps you inside the bondage of the enemy. Every time you say it to yourself, you are helping him to build a wall in your own mind against yourself. It is important to note that Satan is not omnipresent, is not omnipotent. He is not everywhere. He cannot do everything. Satan is not God. He is not God. He has got some powers, but he is not God. So he can't do everything. Most of the times, Satan uses people to continue his work. He tricks you so that you can help him to continue. Meanwhile, he got to deal with somebody else. And meanwhile, you are doing his job and he, he keeps, he, he puts you in a, in a corner so that you can continue to do it. And then he goes there, he tricks them and he tricks them and you, he will now relaxing people destroying themselves. That's how he functions. He's not omnipresent. He's not omnipotent. Only God can do everything always, all the time. He, Satan manipulates your thought to build a wall of lies in your mind to hold you captive to him. God help us. Whatever lies you believe about yourself or about your neighbor is a wall you have built to help the enemy keep you captive. 
The enemy whispers his negative thoughts constantly. Remember that the, a stronghold is a mindset, a value system, or a thought process that hinders your progress. So when you come to Jesus, your spirit is saved. You become a child of God. You earn your place in heaven. Hallelujah. But your mind is not yet where it's supposed to be. You don't forget anything when you get saved. You are still you. So most Christians struggle with the same issues they were dealing with as non-Christians. And they wonder why God is not delivering them. No, no. The answer is in Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Whose job is it to renew your mind? You. Renew your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Salvation is an event, but the renewing of your mind is a process. Of taking one brick after another, one stone after another, to tear down the wall of lies built in your mind. We can pray for you. We can preach to you. We can show you as much love as we can. But if you do not tear down the lies in your mind, the wall of strongholds will continue to be protected and protect the enemy in your mind. What do you believe about yourself? Thank you. What are your value systems? What are your thoughts like? Are they aligned to the word of God? Most people think that strongholds are outward behaviors like alcoholism, addiction to pornography or drugs. Oh, those are just a manifestation of something more profound. Strongholds are deeper than that. Strongholds can be anything. Simple, simple. Because they are value system, they are thought. It can be as simple as saying to yourself, I'm not qualified. Just that. I'm not good enough. They don't like me here. I'm always wrong. Are you always wrong? Always. Do you know the meaning of always? You've never got it right. But we say that to ourselves. Oh, I'm always right. I know someone who thinks he's always right. He's sitting somewhere. I'm not going to look at anyone. I'm looking at, the, at, the, at my notes. I'm always right. Or nobody needs me. Are you sure nobody needs you? Nobody needs you? And, and I'm not going to say, please, if you're struggling with suicidal thought, we pray that God will deliver you today. For a person to reach a point where they think nobody needs them, this enemy has really built stronghold in your mind. How can you think nobody needs you? And you have children. And you have a husband or a, or a wife. And you have a brother or a sister. You have, even though people say, we don't love you, it doesn't mean they don't need you. It's their problem. They are ignorant. They do need you. You are needed on earth. You are. You are needed. All the women in our family go through this. You have facts and then you believe it. And you're just waiting for it to happen to you too. Because it happened to your grandma. It happened to your mom. It happened to your, grand, to your big sister. And now you're waiting for your turn. All men in our family struggle with this. In all those scenarios, what we experience is really, you see, I'm not dismissing the reality of things. 
But what God says is the truth. The truth is the remedy to lies. The weapon to break the walls of lies in your life is the proclamation of the word of God over your situation. John 8.32 says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Truth is a person, Jesus. He spoke his word by knowing that word of God, it will set you free. The Bible is the truth. What the Bible says about you is the truth. What you feel is real, but what God says about you is the truth. The sickness in your body is real, but the healing in Jesus' name is the truth. The setback in your business is real, but your blessing in God's word is the truth. The conflict in your relationships is real, but the peace of God in your life is the truth. Proclaim the truth over your life. When you hear the voice of rejection, confront it with the truth in the word of God that you are loved and accepted. Only the truth will set you free. We can push you in deliverance. If you don't break those lies in your head, it's not going to help you. Only you know what you are thinking about. Second one, towers. The towers are elevated structures. Towers were elevated above any other structure in the city. It says you can see where the enemy is coming from. But also, if you are under, at the bottom of a tower, that's the only thing you can see. Because it's blocking your view of everything else. The devil elevates lies as towers to obstruct you from seeing God. To obstruct your view of God, he will elevate towers. When you look up, you see the tower. When you look down, you see the tower. When you look up, you see the tower. You look down, you see the tower. So the, whole, the only thing you know in your life is your stronghold. What it is? You're not good enough. When you look up, you see evidence that you're not good enough. When you look down, you see evidences that you're not good enough. What is the conclusion? You're not good enough. That's all you can see. You are dealing with a stronghold when lies speak louder than the truth of God in your life. When lies speak louder, the things that you know, maybe this is not true about me. When those voices speak louder than the voice of God in your life, know that you are dealing with stronghold. When fear speaks louder than hope, know that you are dealing with a stronghold. Sometimes you find yourself believing in your situation so much that you struggle to believe the word of God. Understand that a tower has been elevated in your mind. Towers are elevated lies. For example, you may be going through so much pain to the point where you reject what the Bible says about healing. You may have been disappointed by relationships to the point where you exalt the lie that you are not meant to get married again. You may have been in a bad situation for a long time to the point where it has been exalted above the truth of God's promises in your life. Some of those towers may be. Fear is when we elevate potential danger above God's protection. The danger obstructs your view of God's protection. You are dealing with a strong tower of fear. Anger is when we elevate vengeance above God's grace and forgiveness. You are angry to the point where you can't speak to them anymore. You don't want to see them. You just, sometimes you feel like you want to vomit when you want to see them. You feel like, I don't want to see them. I hate him. You've elevated anger above grace. 
Rejection is when we elevate the feeling of worthlessness above God's love for us. You feel like you don't, you are not worthy. You feel like you don't deserve, you don't belong here. That is the spirit of rejection. It is it, it, it a stronghold in your mind. It's been elevated above God's truth. Depression is when we elevate sadness and despair above our hope in God. Self-hatred is when I elevate my weaknesses above my strength as a uniquely God-designed person. When you elevate something more than truth, you build a strong tower in your life. There are many other towers the enemy builds in our lives to stop us from seeing life as it is. To live the life God designed for you, you need to see life as God sees it. If you want to enjoy this life and live it as God designed it for you, begin to see life as he sees it. Strong towers block your view of life as God designed it for you. Everybody hates you. Is it true? Is it really true that 8 billion people, all they hate you? You see how the enemy can really create some crazy ideas. And you spend your whole night believing that everybody hates you. And your whole night you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah, I see. I see what Doug said to me. No, no, I, I remember what Annette said. And, and look at what, yeah, 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 yeah. Ash was looking at me. Yeah, everybody hates me. Are you sure everybody in your office hates you? But we believe them. We believe those lies. See yourself as God sees you. See your neighbors as God sees them. Numbers 13, 1 to 2. The Lord spoke to Moses, send men to scout out the land of Canaan I'm giving to the Israelites. I'm doing what? I'm giving to them. Who is speaking? God. Okay. The men went. They come back. Okay, tell us what you saw. We just sent you to go look and come back. But the men who had gone up with him responded, we can't go up against the people because they are stronger than we are. So they gave a negative report to the Israelites about the land they had scouted. The land we passed through to explore is one that devours its inhabitants. And all the people we saw in it are men of great size. We even saw the Nephilim, the descendants of Anak. To ourselves, we seemed like grasshoppers. And we must have seemed the same to them. Don't we do that? We go into places and we feel small and yeah, they all see how small I am. Yeah. You assume that's what people are talking about. Because it's happening in your mind. And the devil will make sure he gives you two people who will come to confirm it. And Doug will come as tall as he is and look at you like this. Like, eh, I saw Goliath. He was there. The enemy exaggerates and distorts reality to build towers in your mind. The land was not devouring its inhabitants. So what are the lies that the enemy has exaggerated in your mind about you or about other people, about your life? You know why he does it? So that you don't even attempt to fight back. These people, when they brought the report, they brought it with a conclusion. We can't go fight them. God said before, I'm giving you the land. 
Then you come with a report, we can't go take it. You see what the devil does? He gives you already the conclusion. He scares you, exaggerates the story, and then tells you, don't even try. So most of you sitting here, you believe things about yourself you can't even fight. You've accepted it as a reality that's what it is. It is what it is. Why? Because the enemy has built a strong tower in your head that you are not good enough, that you can't do it, that you, you, you don't have enough money or enough support or enough strength or enough education or enough lobbying. You don't have enough, so you are not enough. Just stay where you are. A tower has been built in your mind. For some wives, you will tell them, your husband can never change. Because of what your spouse has said or done, don't believe the tower that they can't change. God can still change them. My children will never come to Christ. Why? Because of what they said or done? No, they will. It's just a tower obstructing your view of God. There is no situation God cannot change. There is no mountain God cannot move. There is nothing. There is no place God cannot reach. No illness he cannot cure. No disease he cannot heal. So what do we do when we know the enemy has elevated a, a tower in our lives? We need to now to elevate God's word. We need to praise God and praise God's word. Exalt him. Exalt God above the situation. Magnifying God contextualizes your problem. Magnifying your problem minimizes God. Three, the occupant. The occupant of the tower. Significant people occupied stronghold. They did not build stronghold for normal citizens. Strongholds were built for strategists, generals, the royal family. In times of war, they will hide there. The enemy has built a stronghold in your head. It's so significant to you. It's so dear to you. It's so precious to you that you can let everything else go except it. You can change every other thought except that one thought. Because it's protected. It's so precious to you. Am I speaking to someone? They kept the royal family inside. The strategist in your, inside. What are the ideas in your head that you have protected for years? What are the ideas that you went through something? Yes, it happened to you. Why are you still feeling the same today? Why are you still angry today? Why are you depressed today? Because the ideas about that situation, you still believe today. And the enemy is, is still telling you, you are not good enough. And you believe those thoughts. You believe those ideas. And that's why we are here today to take captive the occupants of the stronghold. Break it. Bring the thoughts out and submit them to the obedience of Christ. Those ideas must come out of that stronghold in your head. They must come out. Paul says, the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but are powerful through God for the demolition of stronghold. We demolish arguments. May the Lord break and demolish every negative thought in your head today. We have the mandate to take every thought captive, even though those thoughts are well protected in our mind by walls of lies and towers of exaggeration. The Bible tells us that we must demolish them. John 8, 38. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That, that was John 14, 6. John 8, 38 says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I want you to know the truth about you today so that you can break those strongholds in your mind. 
Christ is the truth. Jesus is the truth. There are no other truth out there. Strongholds are made of walls of lies, towers of over-exaggeration, and occupied by valuable thoughts. So how do we break it? Begin by identifying them. What are the lies that you have believed in your life about you or about people around you? What is the lie that you believe in your life? What is it about you or about your neighbors or about your life? What is it? You can't succeed? Is that what you believe? Do you believe that you're not good enough? Not enough is the language in our mind. That's the dialogue that goes in our mind. You are not qualified enough. You don't have enough skills. You're not handsome enough, even though I know I am. Maybe you think you are not. You are not beautiful enough. You are not attractive enough for your spouse. You are not articulated enough. You are not, you are not enough. What lie do you believe about yourself? Bring it out. It's protected with the wall of lies and facts and all these things that the enemy will tell you, yes, look at what they did. After you have identified your stronghold, proclaim the truth. Proclaim the truth over it. Don't just let it stay there another day, another week, another month. Study the truth. Find it and believe it. Then proclaim it. Study the word of God because the Bible is the truth for every situation. For every situation in your life, there is a scripture. Every, I'm telling you every. Every time I read my Bible, I see something that speaks to me. It speaks to every area. The Bible goes in every detail of your life. It it speaks to me on how I should look at my wife. When you read the Bible, you find truth about life that in your relationships, in your business, in your finances, like it speaks to you. Proclaim the truth over your life. Second, praise the truth. Don't just know it. Praise it. Exalt the truth. You know why? The lie has been exalted in your life. The only way to minimize the lie is to exalt the truth so that it can go higher than the lie. So if you don't, even if you know the truth, but you don't exalt, you don't, you don't praise it, the, the lie is still higher. So you need to praise the truth in your life. Proclaim it and praise it. Amplify it. Magnify it. Amplify the value of Jesus in your life. Amplify the word of God in your life. Uh, Magnify the place of God in your life. You will see how this lie will start to shrink. It will take its, its place. You know, I'm not saying when you press the truth, the lie disappears. It doesn't disappear. It just takes its position. It's small. It doesn't disappear. All the facts will not go away. They will just obey. They will go back where they belong. Smaller than God. James 4, 7 says, Therefore submit to God, but resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, the devil doesn't want you to resist. He wants you to believe that you can't even fight. You can fight and you will win. Because the Bible promised us, resist in your mind. Repeat the word of God until it's elevated above the lies and until you hear God's words louder than fear, anger, sadness, worry, rejection, depression, self-hatred in your life. You need to start fighting. Finally, protect the truth. Don't just praise it. Don't fight for it. Protect it. Fight the battle in your mind. Do not let lies dominate your mind. Once you have identified your stronghold, speak the truth over them and not let the lie take over anymore. 
Philippians 4.8 is our last scripture. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, or admirable, depend on which school you want to, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. If something is not true, don't think about it. If anything is not noble, it's not right, or it's not pure, or it's not lovely, or it's not admirable. If anything falls outside of this frame, don't think about it. Don't entertain it. May the Lord help you. May the Lord deliver you. Proclaim the truth, praise the truth, and protect the truth. That's how you are going to fight stronghold in your life. You know what a stronghold is? Now, get to war. Fight it.